you're probably wondering what is the relevance between Pentecost and gaming culture. To understand this, let me give you some numbers. In 2017, $1.1 billion worth of prize money was given to people in esports through 4,166 4, tournaments. Esports is another fancy word for video game tournaments. On YouTube, there's about 1.1 million people who videoed themselves playing video games. It's also estimated that worldwide, there's about 1 billion active gamers. The projection for the esports industry in 2022 will be approximately $3.2 billion. And when you compare esports with regular sports, it's the numbers are quite interesting. For the Super Bowl finals or for the MLB finals or for the NBA finals, their numbers are this respectively. Super Bowl is 124 million people watching, MLB is 38 million, the NBA is 32 million. For a League of Legends tournament, which is a, a game where five people fight five on five, um, for their tournaments, you can have about 58 million people coming, more than the NBA and more than the MLB. And so what's happening is that one in seven people in the world are gamers. And if you look at just the numbers among our youth, it's probably three to seven, three out of seven, or four out of seven. And so the relevance to Pentecost is this, is that we get to recognize that whether we like video games or not, video games are capturing the hearts of our young people. And if we want to evangelize them, if we want to understand them, we need to ask ourselves the question, why are video games so enticing? And once we understand that, then we're able to speak into the hearts of our young people and lead them to the gospel. And that's the connection with Pentecost Day. See, what's the reason for Jesus ascending into heaven? As we hear in the first chapter of Acts, Jesus ascends into heaven to send the Holy Spirit so that we can be witnesses not just to Judea, not just to Samaria, not just to Rome, but to the entire world. And so the purpose of the ascension was for the Pentecost. And in our first reading today, we hear the Holy Spirit descending upon the disciples. And what begins to happen is that they begin to speak other languages. And so they're speaking in, to the Parthenians, the Medes, the Elamites, uh, to all people from, who came from all over the world. But what's really interesting is not they didn't just speak their own language. They spoke in the languages of the other people so that they could hear God's deeds of power. Those people heard in their own language God's deeds of power. And that is significant because when they heard that, 3,000 of them converted to the faith that day. And so what's really important for us is that in evangelizing and reaching out to the youth, we need to be able to speak their language. We need to understand their hearts. Because if we don't, 
then the preaching of the gospel will not be as fruitful as it could be. We know that youth are having a hard time in the church right now. They say that for for every one person that joins the Catholic Church, six people leave. And so say you have, um, yeah, say you have 10 people join the Catholic Church, 60 people leave. And 80% of those 60 people who leave are under the age of 23. Many of our youth and young adults. And so we have a crisis in the church. And if we don't understand the hearts of our youth, then we won't be able to retain them in the church to help them experience the risen Lord. And so one of the ways in which we can understand the hearts of our youth is through the gaming world. By understanding their language, by understanding what they're truly seeking in gaming culture, we can present them with what they truly desire and want. And so there's four things I want to point out as part of the gaming world that can help us reflect a little bit deeper on what our youth desire. The first quality I would point to about the gaming world uh, would be through what's called an MMO. An MMO is a massively multiplayer online game. And so these games have, as it says, a massively multiplayer base. They're just millions and millions of people on. So you probably heard the, of the game Fortnite where people are running around shooting each other. Or you've heard of the game Minecraft where you're going around and you're building different buildings. See, Fortnite, they can boast of 250 million users. And so on one instance, you can have 20, 30, 100 million people online at the same time. Or you have 91 million people playing on Minecraft. And so what it does is it speaks to the heart of our young people of their desire for community. They're looking for connection, looking for friendship, looking for shared values. They're looking for a way to be with other people. That's at the heart of what they're looking for, the desire for community. The second thing that they're looking for can be found through an RPG, which is a role-playing game. So many of these games, such as Final Fantasy, uh, and uh, World of Warcraft, or even Diablo, or Dragon Age Inquisition, what these games are doing is they allow you to kind of select your own identity. You can be a man or a woman, you can be short or tall, you can be a barbarian or a magician, uh, you can have a particular skill set, and then when you can upgrade, you can select different skills, it's all these different things. And what I think these types of games point to is that they point to one's desire for identity. Who am I? What do I like? Who do I want to be? And in some of these games, such as Bioware, Bioware is a company that designs these games, these kids have to make tough moral decisions. And so they're faced with these complex decisions where some people die and some people live, or the consequences of their actions that they choose. Another type of game that many youth are playing right now is an FPS, known as a first-person shooter. And so that'd be like Call of Duty or Battlefield or Fortnite, where you, know, you have your weapon of choice and you're running around 
and you're completing objectives, you're saving the world, you're taking out other people, you're uh, battling against your friends. <coughs> and so what these games point to is the desire for mission. I think many youth today are asking, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do with my life? And finally, the fourth quality of games is particularly their music. Brandon Vaught, who is the content director at Word on Fire, went to a concert one of, with one of his priest friends. They went to a Kingdom Hearts concert. So it's a concert of a video game, basically the soundtrack of the video game. And there were 2,700 people there, all of them under the age of 35. But the interesting thing is they were listening to orchestral professional music. And many, he said many people were crying and laughing as it evoked many memories because it was so beautiful. In 2011, a song for the game Civilization IV called Babu Baba Yetu won the first ever Grammy. A video game won a Grammy for their music. And as we know now, a lot, many of the soundtracks in video games are surpassing the soundtracks in the movies. And that's been going on for several years now. And what I think the youth are looking for in this quality is that they're looking for beauty. They're looking for a sense of mystery and transcendence that's communicated by that beauty. And so what is really interesting is that we can find all of these things in the church. The desire for community, identity, mission, and beauty. All of these things can be found in the church. And so with regards to community, you know, I just want to po po pose some questions that we are called to reflect upon and how we are trying to engage the young people. How are we building authentic community in the church? Are churches places where Young people are known by name and feel welcome. Do they see community devoted to prayer, worship, fraternity, and charity? With regards to identity, do our young people know that they are sons and daughters of a king? Do they know their inestimable value and their dignity that they have been bought with the price of the blood of the Son of God, that they were loved even before they had done anything. With regards to mission, do our young people know that by their baptism they received a heroic call to holiness? Do they know that the saints are the real heroes of the world who make real change in the world? And that their desire for heroism and greatness written in their hearts is truly a desire for holiness? Do our young people know that? In our end, with regards to beauty, are churches places where we encounter this beauty that captures our hearts, which leads us into the mystery of who God is which transcends us beyond this natural world. When we show our young people the riches of the church, 
then they see the counterfeit compared to the real thing. They will no longer want the counterfeit anymore. Father Blake Britton, who wrote an article about these four qualities of um, gaming culture, he said that when he was teaching his class, he eventually showed them the riches of the church through her beauty, her call to holiness, um, their identity as sons and daughters of God and the community that, of charity that can be found in the church. And what he found was very interesting. Some of the parents talked to him and said, hey, you know, my kids don't play games as much anymore. And as he was reflecting, he realized that they were shown the real thing now, the real desires of their hearts. And so they still played games to hang out with their friends, but they didn't spend hours upon hours because they didn't need to turn to the gaming culture anymore to find those things. Those things were found in the church. And so my brothers and sisters, we're invited to reflect upon how we can speak the language of the youth. And not just speak their language, but to speak their language of God's deeds, of how God is powerful enough to save them, and that He is the desire of their hearts and what they're truly seeking in all these different games and all these different things that they're searching for. And so we pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, that we would receive a new Pentecost, that we would be filled with the Holy Spirit and with, with the many various gifts of the body of Christ to be able to speak to our youth or to form communities and places which are thriving, which attract the youth with beauty, which give them a sense of mission, identity, and community. And so we look forward to that time when we, there will be a renewal of our youth and when they will truly receive the Holy Spirit in their own, own hearts, and they will truly say, Jesus Christ is Lord.